From the New York Times, Dateline, Chandler, Arizona, May 10th, 2013. Headline, It's Just Another Hurdle for Blind Athletes, by Jerry Longman. Holding a fiberglass pole, Aria Opbuehler bent and touched the runway to locate her starting mark. A coach helped position her front foot. The foam vaulting pit at her high school appeared only as a blue smudge. The crossbar was invisible to her. A thousand miles away, in East Texas, Charlotte Brown struggled to distinguish the runway from surrounding grass or artificial turf. So her coach placed a strip of carpet along the edge of the runway to provide a hazy visual contrast and guide her straight toward the bar. This week, Ottmuller, 17, and Brown, 15, are competing in their state track and field meets in the pole vault. Pioneers with severe visual impairment were further redefining who is considered an able-bodied athlete and who is considered a disabled one. In the past, athletes with disabilities were not accommodated in mainstream high school sports. Now, athletes like Ottmuller and Brown are not only competing, but also succeeding against their able-bodied peers. Brown, a sophomore with sprinter speed, has cleared 11 feet 6 inches, which ranks just outside the top 100 performances this season by a prep vaulter. She will be among the favorites Saturday in Class 3A at the Texas State Meet, where she hopes to vault 12 feet or higher. Ottmuller, a junior, began vaulting only five weeks ago, after trying for more than a year to persuade her coach to let her participate. She jumped 7 feet 6 inches, her personal best, on Friday at the Division Four state meet in Arizona and placed sixth. It's not uncommon for athletes with limited sight to participate in running events or throwing events like the shot put at discus. Maria Runyon, an American who is legally blind, reached the final of the 1500 meters at the 2000 Sydney Olympics. Later, she competed as an elite runner in the New York City Marathon. But it is extremely rare for the visually impaired to compete in the pole vault. It is one of track and field's riskiest and most technically demanding events, requiring competitors to sprint down a runway, plant the pole in a box, invert their bodies, and turn 180 degrees while flying over a crossbar. Many high schools have eliminated the event because of liability concerns. The pole vault is not contested in the Paralympics, and until this week, the executive director of the United States Association of Blind Athletes said he knew of no vaulters with exceptionally restricted vision. In my 20 years with the USABA, I have not come across any, said Mark Lucas, who has been executive director of the governor body since 2000. Pole vaulting is an absolute rarity because of the hand-eye coordination needed. What an incredible accomplishment with low vision. Mueller was born with underdeveloped optic nerves and can see at 20 feet what people with normal vision can see at 400 feet, a condition that will not improve, her optometrist said. She has little or no peripheral vision or depth perception. In school, Mueller uses magnifying devices and Braille to read. At the Arizona State Meet, given the unfamiliar surrounding, she planned to use a cane to navigate the crowded vaulting area. Brown developed cataracts as an infant and had surgery. Her vision deteriorated further at age 11 for reasons that remain unclear, her mother said. In her left eye, Brown perceives only light and darkness. And while the vision in her right eye can be corrected to 2400 with a contact lens or prescription goggles, her field of vision is so narrow that it's like looking through a straw, 
said Dan Chamnis, who is Brown's counselor with the Texas Department of Assistive and Rehabilitative Services. Essentially unable to read large type, Brown now relies primarily on Braille, the form in which her name appears on her letter jacket. She said she could not perceive colors, only blurry shades of black and white. During cross-country season, her teammates wear bells in their shoes to escort her along. Later this month, on her 16th birthday, Brown is scheduled to receive a guide dog. She and Ott Mueller, one is five foot seven, the other five four, do not know each other, but share the drive of honor students, the fearlessness of competitors, and a daredevil longing. Unable to rely on sight for vaulting, they have developed a mathematical compensation, counting their strides toward liftoff and trusting that the repetition of training will carry them safely over the bar. You can't be afraid of what you can't see, Mueller said. In the air, they experience a sense of freedom, both vaulters said, a temporary release from the attachment of gravity and the confines of public doubt. For a few seconds, nothing is wrong in the world and nothing else matters, Brown said in her telephone interview. The accomplishments of Ottmiller and Brown will break down negative stereotypes, Lucas of the Blind Athletes Association said. Seventy percent of kids who are blind and visually impaired are left on the sidelines in P.E. classes. Coaches don't know how to make accommodations. As a young girl, Ottmiller began participating in gymnastics and equestrian jumping, enhancing her spatial awareness. She still rides horses regularly. Her mother, Maria Giordano, who was a nurse, said she frequently told her, Your disability doesn't define you. Don't use it as a barrier. You don't know what you can achieve unless you try it. Still, Mueller was bullied in public school and transferred to private school in the eighth grade, her mother said. Her first choice of private high school was rejected by officials who thought Mueller would be a distraction to other students. Even at Valley Christian High School, which Ottmuller now attends in suburban Phoenix, Giordano said that her daughter was cut from the cheerleading squad, apparently over liability concerns surrounding the potential risks of tumbling maneuvers. On yielding, Ottmuller broached the idea of pole vaulting last year, telling the school's track coach, If I can jump a 1,200-pound horse over a bar, why can't I jump myself over a bar? Dan Cooper, a highly regarded coach who has won 25 state track championships, was not immediately swayed. I kept telling her no. From a liability standpoint, it was dangerous, Cooper said. I said, I don't think you understand. You've got to be able to see the bar. But she was persistent. Recently, Mueller began to wonder, is there anyone else out there like me? There was. Brown, of Rains High School in Emory, Texas, has been vaulting for four years since the seventh grade, drawn to it because it looked dangerous. Her mother, Story Brown, a science teacher at the high school, said that Charlotte was inspired by two older brothers who were athletes and that she faced no resistance from school officials about her own aspirations. I don't think Charlotte has ever been told no, Story Brown said. We always told her, yes, you can do it, but how are you going to do it? She got permission to use carpeting to guide her on the runway. Her coach is allowed to call out her strides as she approaches the bar. And as Brown has gone higher, she's begun climbing ropes and using gymnastics rings to grow more comfortable in an inverted position. We take it for granted when we stick our feet toward the sky, said Derek Smith, Brown's coach. She doesn't know what sky is. Whatever the outcome of the Texas State meet, 
Brown said she eagerly awaited a chance to begin working with a guide dog later this month. I was thinking he would run next to me and hop on my back and be a jetpack and shoot me up there, she said with a laugh. <laughs>